0: Welcome to Keith and the Girl. I'm Keith Malley. I'm Hemda. Hemda, here's a letter from Stephanie. Stephanie writes, Hi. I did not join Chemda's OMAD Club One Minute at a Time. The first month it was offered because I thought I already had a pretty good morning routine Forgiving. with meditation, yoga, walking. However, I realized that there were there were five other elements to OMAT that I don't do on a regular basis. And I got to be honest with myself about that. I realized there was no harm in giving OMAD a try. I was worried about being ready at 7 a.m. each morning, but told myself I could always quit if it wasn't working out. I've been participating for less than a week, and I've already seen the benefits. Because of the connection prompt, I reached out to a friend I haven't spoken to in a while, and we had an incredible conversation that really helped both of us. Because of the procrastination prompt, I sent out an email to my clients and already have had such a great response that I already made back the money I spent to join OMAT and then some. I encourage anyone who is undecided about OMAT to stop just thinking about joining and join. I didn't think it was something I needed and in literally two days, it improved my life and my business. Thank you, Steph.
1: I just want everybody to know that I hit forward and send it to the Khalili kids every time. It's my brothers, their wives, and uh, Xerxes. Khalili kids, they get that because it's such a, such an amazing response. I love it. It feels really good, and I'm so glad.
0: I do this every morning with people. Of course, OMAT one minute at a time. Go to keithandthegirl.com slash OMAT. You'll see what we're talking about. Sign up. Sign up any day before 5 p.m. Eastern. You can join us the very next morning at 7 or 10 a.m. Eastern. And if uh you're across the world or something like that, I don't have a map in front of me. But if that's your nighttime, then it's your nighttime ritual. It's still gonna it's still gonna help you out. I'm a big fan, Henda.
1: Thank you. And if you guys don't like it, if it doesn't work for you, we'll give you your money back. Cause I really think that it's it it's very good. It works.
0: It works. It works. You know what? You don't even have to work it in the works. It works itself. <laughs> All right. Uh, Kenda, also you can hear her on Emily Lubin. You know, Emily hot mess comedy hour. Emily Lubin has a new podcast that Kenda was on called R.I.P. Diets. You, you're saying enough. Right.
1: Yeah, I was. Um, I was talking about. It's so funny because, you know, I don't really talk about eating disorders and I'm not sure if I necessarily have one or just have like a a societal disorder, but it's very safe to email one of your female friends and say, Hey, I'm doing this thing on an eating disorder. You got shit to say. And I'm like, yeah, I do. I know I do. (laughs) You know, so I don't, I don't necessarily have the disorder officially, but I talked about um, how my dad bet me in high school that I can't lose weight for 10 pounds, can't lose 10 pounds in a month. And we bet a hundred dollars when I was 14 years old. And it it was obviously so that I don't gain more weight and so that I lose it. He was happy to give it to me, but how I like, I took a piece of cake and then told my brother, like, if anyone finds out you did it, please take the heat, please.
0: (laughs) Right. Well, I mean, you were definitely raised, you know, in a way that could fuck with your head the example you just gave when an israeli would be on tv giving the news on an otherwise american channel they're like why did they let her on it's like mom <laughs> that's me <laughs> so, so yeah so check out that podcast uh, featuring kenda all right today's guest ladies and gentlemen featured on comedy central the tonight show america's got talent host of the podcast broccoli and ice cream also was part of our recent keith and the girl roast We're putting the final touches on that now. Uh, It's taken me a minute because I'm trying to delete all the times people said bad things about me. And they would not
1: stop. And it was your birthday.
0: And it was my birthday, for God's sakes. Here he is, Mike Kaplan. Hello. Thank you so much for having me, my friends.
1: Hello, Mike. Do you think that's a pre-recording?
0: Hello. <laughs> I went to the bathroom so I set up a robot to talk instead of me. When I see Mike in person we talk, I wait for the beep cuz uh, he's not getting me.
2: Can I tell you a thing that is definitely not pre-recorded and is about right now and the experience that we're all having?
1: I I am, am coming... so glad you asked because oh, thank you. yeah, I mean, on a podcast you want to say can I tell you. But and uh, you know what? Mm, yeah,
2: Okay, so okay. as as you have seen, we're we're all looking at each other, and right behind me is a mirror. And Chemda, before we started recording the podcast proper, you said something about how it seemed it reminds you of the way that I talk and philosophize and what it might have to do with my internal workings. And then Keith, you said that I was showing off that I wasn't bald. And so I really <laughs> liked that it really showcased both the inner and outer experience that we're all having.
1: Honestly, with the with the cadence and the tone that you were speaking in, I thought you were about to do a magic trick. And I was <laughs> I was thinking this is a hard right for Mike, but I'm in. I
2: think that comedy is really the ultimate magic trick.
1: Of course, because we're all clowns. Yeah. We're all magic.
2: But isn't that clowns.
0: interesting? The <laughs> dichotomy of Keith and the girl. It's, just, it's all right there. <laughs> one part Keith, one part girl.
1: <laughs> just add Mike. <laughs> <laughs>
0: How was your weekend,
1: Henda? Oh, it was great. Wait a minute. Keith, your weekend was extra special because your girlfriend's birthday was on Friday. Mm. Did you fuck up?
0: Here's me every... Oh, boy.
1: Okay. uh, Every time
0: there's a birthday, it's somebody I'm dating's birthday. And I don't know where this started from.
1: It's one of the few times that you can hear him stutter. Did you hear that? He's like, I I just...
0: What is it? I get so nervous. It really is. I always look at it like I'm the jester and I'm presenting a gift to the queen. And I'm like, three months ago, you said you wanted this?
2: (laughs) (laughs) May may I ask you a question, Keith? I understand that I may. Thank you, Chemda. Uh, I've learned a lot. I do like asking and I do like telling. And so my question is. Is this particular partner of yours uh, and or have other particular partners of yours been people who care a lot about their birthdays, have talked about how they care about their birthdays? Let
1: me, and let me gifts- speak from... <laughs> per- let me... Let me handle this one because I have experienced it firsthand. What do you
2: know about getting gifts from Keith on a birthday?
1: (laughs) Keith is the worst and also the best at it. It's Hmm. very, talk about a dichotomy. He's fighting himself. So what would happen is he does the caveman version of what you want to do, right? So I said one year, I want one of those like personal trampolines (laughs) so that I can do the exercise that all of a sudden was like a little bit of a fad, but I love that whole jumping up and down (laughs) and having a private trampoline. This dude is, and he was so excited. He wrapped it in everything. I don't even know. I think it took an entire roll of wrapping paper to wrap this thing. He got me a family size trampoline in New York City. And I was like, and it's, and it's your birthday and you don't want to be a cunt. But I looked at his face and I go, what? Huh? What? Because the following question would be, where would you like me to put this? Where was
2: it when he gave it to you? (laughs)
1: It was and it was smushed up into a box, so you can like mm. undo it and put it together. But the box was huge. I mean, and and he was so distraught. And I think at that point he goes, uh, "I had even my brother mail it because we don't have a Walmart." And I thought this was the thing. And I'm like, "Fine, it's great. It's great. You're great. It's great." And my birthday is totally great. Thank you so much. Then, and then I oh, started yelling. Right, I remember there was a chicken cutlet. Thing where you got you're like likes chicken cutlet, parmesan, and this is actually nice but also gross. He got me like some kind of like I don't know, not living Friday, chicken, but
0: okay. <laughs> <laughs> with like, sauce on it and cheese,
1: like one of those frozen sandwich things, and he threw it in the microwave <laughs> and then was like, I don't know. That I sound very mean, but it's like just a little off. You know what I mean? It's
2: and, and do you consider yourself, Kemda, a person who cares about or thinks your birthday is important in a way that some people uh, do with no yes. judgments being made either way?
1: There's, I mean, I'm sure a lot of people are yelling into their podcast right now going, yes, she's the worst. It's very important. Every day okay. is her birthday. She has to have a card. There was Cardgate this year. Xerxes got in trouble. Like, they're all... Very. I don't even know why I let you finish that sentence because they're mad at you now. So, yes, it is. But I also believe that everybody should have a day in the year where they do get to be a princess of some sort. And my princess thing is not get me a gift. It's let me have this experience where it's thought out and I am a queen. So. And do you think it out or
2: does somebody else think it out for you?
1: uh, I mostly think it out, but... I think if I'm gonna have it be that precious, I have to be so detailed, or I get disappointed. Keith, how was the birthday? Yeah. Well,
0: I get nervous the fifth time they say, "Oh, I can't wait! It's gonna be so fun!" And I'm like, "Yeah." In the end, it's just a gift and TV stuff. Like we we can't I can't take you anywhere. Oh right. There's COVID yeah. going around. I'm like, there's not so, only so that, much we can do. Doesn't that lower the pressure on you? Good right?
1: question.
0: <laughs> How do you ask the question? <laughs> Honey, does this lower the pressure on me? That's it a good question? It's the worst question. Uh, she sent me, I like when I do, I don't mind them if they tell, just tell me what you want. And she mentioned that she wants cake from the specific cake place. It's called Empire Cake. So I Google Empire Cake. Well, apparently, as seen on ABC, NBC, the biggest mansion in town, uh, the, the mayor's office. Uh, uh, you know, Hollywood uh, Emmys. So I go, okay, I guess that makes it easy. But I, and then I look at the price of one of these cakes. First of all, go to this website, Empire Cake. Tell me how much something costs. Ha ha ha, they don't tell you. So right there, I'm like, okay, this is your <laughs> fucking gift. <laughs> to me, cake was just like nothing. Then you get your gift.
2: Ooh, have you thought now about I... getting a, a Zoom call with the cake? Like maybe you could <laughs> just rent some time with the cake so you don't have to pay fully for it. Right.
0: I got I put I wrapped up the cake. I <laughs> put a bow on the fucking cake. I put wrapping paper on the cake. So she shows me a picture. It's of a rainbow buttercream with ice cream cone cake. And I'll put these uh pictures on the website. It's gorgeous. And so thank you. So <laughs> wow! How did you did you print that yourself? <laughs> Thank you very much. What kind of, um, what kind of printer is that? So, so I write to the uh, um, I, I write to the company. Hey, I'm into a cake. I'm uh, into a cake. You do that, and I'll take it. And I go. How much is the cake? I'm a little nervous because you don't say. Ha ha. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I, I'm trying to like however I write the email, I'm like trying to hope it looks like, you know, I'm like a real poor person that's trying to get a nice person cake. So anyway, <laughs> I,
1: I'm, sorry. I'm trying not to laugh just all the way through. But I'm like, what?
0: hi, I don't I'm Keith. I don't know about nice cakes. Could you tell me about them? <laughs> so I go, hey, how much you know how much for this cake in the picture? And she said, "Take a guess, how much, Kendra?"
1: Okay, so it's significant. I don't. I want to say five hundred is a lot. Two hundred dollars.
0: Two hundred. I say two hundred for
1: sure. Two hundred.
0: Well, apparently, I look like an asshole now. All right. Uh. So (laughs) thirty-five (laughs) dollars. No, of course not. Oh, okay. So, so I say, hey, how much for uh, the rainbow cake? And one hundred fifty dollars. Okay, and I go. Oh, then how how much is it without that little stupid ice cream cone on top? And she Did goes. Like oh, that? oh, I didn't add the ice cream cone or the or the white buttercream that's dripping down the front. That's or for a the bag I'm of like, flour. <laughs> I'm, right, I'm like what? <laughs> it's like I if you can want- tell by your letter, you're not ready for an ice cream cone. I'm
1: like,
0: What's <laughs> it's a cupcake. I said the smallest you have. It's a fucking hundred fifty dollar cupcake. So she goes. Hey, I go. I, I go, well, that's a lot. I'm, I don't know what cakes are. <laughs> maybe maybe I could do like a picture cake. And she goes, for $100, we could put a picture on top and do a rainbow. Like, I don't even know what I want with a rainbow. This cake has a rainbow on the outside. She's like, we. the cake place said we could draw a rainbow. I'm like, I, I, I don't know. Is it different levels of rainbow flavor? You're just painting a rainbow. Are you shoving crayons in it? I don't know what I'm getting, but I can't ask because hopefully she's thinking I didn't even take that cake into mind. Right. Because it's got to be half a surprise. So then they sent me back a cake that has a picture on top. And it says, you know, just the uh, the example. Happy second birthday.
2: Why did you use that one specifically for her? Is that uh,
0: is it? No, this is just
2: this was just an example. Right. Not your partner's second
0: birthday. Okay, I'm sorry. Please. No. But she did write on my calendar, being funny, happy uh, Kyle's 21st birthday. So I had them, I go, all right, I'll give you a picture. I'll, I gave a picture of Kyle, and then I had the cake say, happy 21st birthday. And it That's came out. There was, there was, it's cute. There were no rainbows of any kind. Uh, I was thinking, do I take marker and draw the side? Because <laughs> it's just plain white. <laughs> but you can see on the website how the cake t- turned out. She came in, you want to talk about buttercream all over the floor. She loved it. Loved it. And I'm like, oh my goodness. And something I do on birthdays, because I, I I realized I never get it right. Is now I just give like a bunch of shit to overwhelm you. So you don't really know what you got. You just know you got a lot of stuff. And so it must be good. And it was a hit because she was if your girlfriend doesn't go on the phone right away to tell her friends what happened, you blew it. I had like uh, four cards. I had. She likes all that, you know, face lotions and potions. So we got her a whole bunch of that shit. Uh, she likes pretzels. Here's a bag of pretzels, Twizzlers, Don. Here's the wine you recently said you liked, and it's just a table of crap. And she's like, "Yay!" And I'm like, "Yay!" And everybody won. Wow. So That's, she what is a, a surprise. <laughs>
2: yeah. Yeah,
0: and then you, but then you open the freezer. Four different kinds of ice creams that she likes. Oh, because right? you didn't get the ice cream top. No, there was no ice Right. So now you get uh you get four. This is even better. You get Hagen and Ben and Jerry's. It's even better than a fake Did you cone. you explain
1: that to her? No, no,
0: okay. no, no.
2: Here's, here's just... what I gave you, and here's what I didn't get you. Let me <laughs> let me show you this menu of everything that could have been that I decided for various reasons to leave out. Uh sincerely. Uh, I think now, uh, this isn't the most important part of it, but uh, with all that ice cream and other stuff that you got, probably $200 is the exact right guess. It's not important that I nailed it exactly (laughs) right, but uh, also, I like that when I asked you about the pressure, like of course, there's external pressure potentially coming from a person, uh, but Mm -hmm. there's also, I feel like... The reason I was asking is because like there's only so much that you could do, so the the amount of pressure that you put on yourself like is I think limited to be like should I you know go to a place I can't go to a place I can only only reach as far as I can. So but I'm glad it worked out.
0: It worked out, and when I I think of things clever things, but I think about them by accident. So I get the cake. I thought it'd have some kind of rainbow something on it. It didn't. I happen to see a card that said. I, I forget what the metaphor was, but like, you're the greatest. You're the greatest of rainbow cakes with a unicorn on top. So I get the card and I go, Oh, I have a rainbow cake. Now I'm going to go to the dollar store and buy a little toy unicorn. Huh? That's what dating me is like. You get that. Oh, my uh, goodness. Keith, <laughs> that. Yeah. That's
2: great. I have, I think, one or two things to add. Like, number one, my question for Mm -hmm. you is like, do you do anything special for your birthday each year? That's my question (laughs) to you. Uh, And also, here's an idea for next year, if we're still in quarantine, uh, or or at all, I guess, instead of wondering whether you should get the rainbows, the extras, here's what you can do. Don't get any of the extras. Just get the basic cake and then tell her, close your eyes and then feed her the whole cake before she can see whether there's rainbows (laughs) or not.
1: Did you try the cake, by the way? Was it all? It's a good cake.
0: Sure. Okay. (laughs) I did not. Kyle wrote like uh, uh, on Instagram. Yay, I got this cake from, you know, at Empire Cakes. And I'm like, they didn't give it to me.
2: Thank you, Empire Cake, for doing all the work of making my birthday the best. Also, whatever dollar store unicorn this is, these are my two thanks.
0: I mean, why don't you think the MTA when I had to precariously carry this cake around for forty Ooh. minutes?
2: Have you have you all heard of uh, AJ Jacobs? He is uh, a writer who wrote, among other things, a book called thanks a thousand, where I believe the whole book, I have it, I haven't read it yet, but my understanding is he thanks everyone, a thousand people who are responsible for his morning cup of coffee. What? So like the people who made the coffee, the people who like ground the beans, like he goes to like all over the world to the people who like trucked it, the people who transported it, the people who, anybody who was involved in any way, he thanked 1000 people for the cup of coffee that he drinks each morning, or one particular morning. So my question is: Is that what your partner Kyle is doing, Keith? In like, you're you're not you're one of a thousand people who helped make this case possible, and I think that that's nice.
1: Well, I uh, no. I, I have a question. Yeah. Uh,
0: yeah. Is that guy still married? No, uh, our is, relationship is, guy... is going well.
1: <laughs> Does that guy have a trust fund, and why is he abusing it?
0: Oh, I
2: mean, he is a working <laughs> writer, and that is. Uh, one of the things that he wrote. I believe he got paid to
0: write the book. Wait until this guy tries fresh squeezed orange juice. Oh, boy. (laughs) It's going to take all afternoon. (laughs) So, you know, yeah. So it it reminds me, the way I do birthdays now is like, like when I was a kid and I tried to get my first apartment, but I didn't have any credit. So instead, I just throw 100 sheets of paper at the guy. He's like, I guess this is a lot of shit. One's a recommendation from some job you never had. One's your high school diploma. And he's like, all right, fine. Whatever you got. That's what I'm. I put magnets on the fridge and say, happy birthday. I love you. I play that. You know, that horrible Aaliyah song at your best. It's God awful. Uh, I play that when she comes in. I hate those uh, mystery TV shows. So I put on Netflix. Uh, she loves them. So I put that new Unsolved Mysteries on Netflix show. By the Not way, you know what? what's worse than those who done it murder shows when the producers don't know who done it? I mean oh, oh okay, you don't even have an ending. Ha, Ooh, that's I, w- I was going to say
2: murder, probably <laughs>
1: <laughs> Keith, you sit well, there and say that shit while she's watching her for her birthday. She gets a, a break from your commentary. She get,
0: I didn't say anything. Oh. I, did, I let her watch the whole thing. I'm sure I mocked it, but oh, okay. I, I wasn't, not overwhelmingly.
2: Have okay. you guys heard about the new, and I want to let you guys know, this is just going to be a joke. It's going to sound serious, but I, I want to give you, a, you know, just a head, heads up. This is a joke coming real quick. It'll be as soon as I start it. It'll be done. Uh, have you guys heard about the new documentary series? It's featuring murder in the comedy scene of the South. It's a getter done it. That is, uh, the joke is over now, and uh, okay. just wanted to give you a heads up that it was happening, and it's done now. Please continue. You know
1: what? Fact, I really in- need to. To pay a little more attention because i'm like okay got the heads up all right very good oh but yeah then i started thinking like i think we need to call the show heads up i'm still listening and then <laughs> and then you told the joke and i was like wait what murder and i was like right it was a joke
2: <laughs> oh yeah uh it's somebody in larry the cable guy's life that he is searching for the killer of uh i Jesus. think this is a great idea yeah. for a thing to have just said
0: green you said Mm, well, okay.
2: <laughs> do you think if you didn't get it out, you'd have an ulcer? Uh, you know, uh, these days, I think here's the thing, Keith, is uh, mm, yes. for every
1: Heads one up, of the thing those, is coming.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah. Here's the next thing. Here's a thing. Uh, for every one of those that I do think there are uh, a whole ocean that's a wave in an infinite ocean so i offer to you the same way that you don't tell kyle about all the cakes you didn't get i don't tell mm-hmm. you about all the Ooh. jokes i didn't make so sure. that's just an all example right. of what could be happening <laughs> all the time and i i offer you this opportunity for gratitude that it's not what's happening
1: shout out to but your it- girlfriend Reenie. <laughs>
0: But it does, uh, it seems like I did well. And uh, then that night, I let her fuck Jason Momoa and uh, everything uh, came together. You dressed uh, up? I dressed up as Aquaman and we had sex. And I put in headphones because I don't want to hear what she's saying about it. But uh, we had a good time. Did you see this guy, Jason Momoa, the guy that plays uh, Aquaman, of course, uh, the uh, badass from Game of Thrones? He's gonna he's gonna be uh, cast supposedly in some Frosty the Snowman movie. As, what an asshole! As the badass snowman, as the badass Frosty the Snowman, he's like, hey, guess what? I could be fat too if I want. Like you, motherfucker! Are we talking about appropriation now of old times? I could be a white snowman. You're Hawaiian. What the fuck do you know about snow?
1: <laughs> uh, that's <laughs> it's rude. It's simply rude. Is he Hawaiian? Yes. Okay. This sounds like a, a personal issue, so let's let Keith work that out. He can't say no. this because it was Kyle's birthday, so he has to wait like Ooh. a month. Keith,
2: <laughs> did did yes. you want to be in the Snowman movie?
1: It's I, it, he, he wants I his representation yeah. met.
0: I, I'd like to. I'd like to be asked. There's a couple things I can do, and I'd are be you? a killer. Who are your favorite
2: people that look like you or that, you know, you to other, you're not Jason Momoa, but Mm -hmm. who are the people that are like you, that you love seeing in a movie that you're like, thank you for representing
0: me and my people?
1: Ooh, Fred Flintstone.
0: (laughs) Um. Uh, I, uh, the insane person from Full Metal Jacket and Frosty the Snowman.
1: And there's, and there's gotta be like a a wrestler or something, right?
0: This is getting offensive. Let me tell you, Mike. First time we did the Keith and the Girl roast, I go, oh, I think I'm. Uh, I wonder if I wonder what they're going to say. I'm a little nervous. And then uh, Kendra says, "Well, here's the things they could say. Uh, they might joke. I mean, who cares? They might joke. <laughs> you're a drunk. You're a piece of shit. You're stupid. You get lost easily. You're like, okay. Let's wait until they say it. This doesn't stop them from saying it. But <laughs> what a pal. Either, either two my people co-host. are going to be
2: saying it or one person. Right? So
0: I." Yeah. Let's let Mike Lawrence say it. Jesus. Here's a here's a question
2: uh, about this uh, that I like asking people is when people do an impression. Here's the thing that sometimes when you roast someone, you might like do an impression of them. You're like, oh, you're like this. Which sometimes I come on here, Keith or Hamda, you might do an impression of me. I love it. It's delightful. My question to you is, when people do impressions of you, can you do an impression of what those impressions are like? I think I can. <laughs> Fucking assholes.
1: We're we're close, Keith. I'm sorry. Oh boy. <laughs> That's
2: not how I say tink.
1: <laughs> Can you do an impersonation of people doing an impersonation of you?
2: Oh, you know, it ends up being sort of like a rhyme and then a time, and then they think it's just like words <laughs> and birds and absurds and nerds, and you know, it's just it's not all just rhymes, is I think my message to people.
0: <laughs> End of mocking. Yeah. <laughs> Bird. <laughs> <laughs> Back to regular talking in three, two. Did you guys have a good Fourth of July weekend? <laughs> well, seems like Femda. Uh
2: I had, I had a nice, uh, you know, in in the context of what's going on now, I right. had a nice time over the weekend. Did
1: well, you? Saturday did... was Lover Day, so I had a nice time. All and right. but I have these like giant, giant, giant sparklers, and I'm like Fourth of July. We're gonna like. Do it and take pictures. Yeah, COVID. And I completely forgot. And then all of a sudden, you know, nighttime comes and uh, I hear like bombs explode. And I'm like, what's going on in our neighborhood? And I'm like, right, 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 right. So I think I missed it.
0: Hmm. I I marched during it. I had a sign that said, all countries matter. That's funny. <laughs> and that's how I celebrated the fourth.
1: Yeah. You I know like what, it- Mike? We were just used. Oh, yeah.
2: Uh, oh that that is what that is what that was that's yeah. like like when a comedian is on stage and is like hey does anyone have any pets yeah. any fun stories about their pets and like maybe you get anyway
0: here's the thing i wanted to say about pets you know <laughs> luckily i do uh i missed the hot dog eating contest this year normally i see it i get into it um but uh, no surprise joey chestnut won again he always wins he Wait, uh, they really make... did it
1: did, were they yeah, wearing a they... the mask the whole time and they put it underneath their mask <laughs>
0: They put in their asshole. uh, (laughs) It was in a private location. There wasn't an audience. So maybe they do better without the crowd. Hmm.
2: Have you guys ever seen the chestnut eating contest that Joey
0: Hot Dog wins every year? (laughs) Can you imagine?
1: All right. And now I feel like I'm being used somehow, but I haven't figured out how. Last time I warned you and you didn't like that. This time (laughs) I didn't
2: warn you. (laughs) I was like, I'm trying to give you guys what you want. Do you want a joke that's dumb with a warning that the joke is dumb? Or a joke that's dumb without warning? Those are the only
0: two options. (laughs) Uh, Chestnut down 75 hot dogs and buns in 10 minutes to break his own world record of 74. Uh, This is the 13th time he's uh, won the Mustard Belt. The runner-up, second place. 42 hot dogs again his was seventy-five. Second place isn't even close no and the Don't woman broke up
1: like doesn't that just kind of go why would i keep eating this i can't even catch up if i wanted to
2: well it's it's probably like uh there used to be i think maybe still is the seattle and san francisco comedy competitions and i remember one year years ago uh kastaki economopolis told me i think he was in the Seattle competition and Mitch Hedberg won it and everyone knew from the beginning like they're like oh this guy is like running away with it he's definitely gonna win he's like we're all just playing for seconds so and I think Kostaki got it so it's like an honor to mm. become the second place to like one of the greats so that's maybe fair. that's what's
0: happening
1: yeah. I'll give you that. that I'll give you that glass that's half full thank you I was
0: reading uh Nikki Six, the genius lyricist to the great Motley Crew. Uh, In the Heron Diaries, he says how I think it was Dr. Feelgood that made it to it was their highest ranking album and it made it to number two. They said Whitney Houston's was number one. He's like, I don't count that, though. We're, we huh. were number one. We had uh, the first number one album.
2: L- let me ask you a question that I actually have an answer for myself. Have you guys ever been involved <laughs> in a Guinness World Record winning experience? I'll tell you mine. It's uh, <laughs> I am also curious, but uh, I was a part of uh, one one or two years in a row. I think the longest comedy show, which was like it took place over the course of maybe a week or so in yeah. uh in I think Nashville, somewhere in Tennessee, and uh, the one year they got they broke the record, and then the next year they did it again and broke the record by five minutes more, mm. and then I think uh-huh. they interviewed everyone and they were like, "What should we do next year?" I'm like, "Next year you should do it again, but miss it by ten minutes." And <laughs> like, why not? That'd be funny. It's so my, I now put the question to you: Have you been involved in Guinness record winning?
0: Well, there's two two parts to that. First of all, I could when when I'm a millionaire. My goal is going to be to defeat all the stupid Guinness records, the ones Mm. that don't take any skill. Biggest pizza, uh, mine has two more inches on it. Uh, Tallest ice cream, I'm one more scoop. You know, all those asshole things. Uh, We're going to have, for our marathons that we do, we have the record for 76 hours, but we're like, okay, let's make it an official Guinness record one of these years. And Guinness has all these weird rules to it, and you have to pay them. And we're like, oh, fuck this. If we have the record, we have the record.
1: You have to pay them a lot. And also, one of the rules is how quickly we have to pee and shit. And I'm just like, I don't know that I can promise you that. But you need (laughs) to have one. You actually need to have someone there monitoring. Because every time Keith and I get up, they're like, is that a pee break? They mark it down. And if you don't wipe and wash your hands fast enough, which, by the way, maybe that's why we're on this pandemic, because you wanted everyone to wash their hands so fucking fast. And you don't know that... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Also, I just would like to point out that the book most quoted by Keith Malley is Nikki Six's The Heroin Diaries. Thank was, you. What everybody. a good book. Let me here's I have a
2: question and a statement. One is, do you guys know? Uh, sorry, they're both questions. Uh, the comedian yeah. George Watsky, who earlier this year, like during I believe during the pandemic, uh, spent 33 hours. 33 minutes and 33 seconds freestyle rapping like to raise money for various causes without sleeping when he continued rapping like when he went to the bathroom like he had just a mic you know a mic that kept <laughs> going and uh, it was unbelievable I loved it so much but my question to you is like he was only one person so of course he had to keep going but right. if your podcast it could still be your podcast if one of you is in the bathroom and the other one's talking to a guest so
1: tell that to Guinness bro Okay. We were not into it. You mean Who Have you I... thought
2: about starting a new podcast called Either Keith or The Girl, having your first guest be the other one, and then only one of you, only Keith will have to keep it tight?
1: <laughs> we're, we're thinking of starting a podcast where it's 50 hosts and fuck you, Guinness. <laughs> so everyone's Ooh. on mic.
2: No hosts, all guests. Right. Uh, just called the Guinness World Record Money Raising Podcast.
1: You heard it here uh, first, Mike's brain. Yeah.
0: Uh, the female uh, hot dog eater, Mickey Sudo, they have their own category. Uh, she She's always in first place. She ate 48 and a half hot dogs. So she ate more than the second place guy.
1: I don't understand what is the difference between male and female. Do they wipe their mouth differently? Like she has to do the corners, and they get to like <laughs> yeah. fully wipe. She, she has to look pretty. <laughs> I don't know. What's the, th- I don't get it. There's the
2: swimsuit portion as well.
1: Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're all bloated at the end. It's like, hey,
0: can we do swimsuit first?
2: They have to talk about world peace and what they want in,
0: in these so, times.
1: So, yeah. such as 48,
0: <laughs> so 48 and a half hot dogs, the second place woman, 16. So again, even with the females, not even close. So let's 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 understand what this means with how great Joey Chestnut is. Let's think of the greatest of all time: Michael Jordan, Tom Brady. Let's just take those two. You put those two together, you have combined titles of twelve. Joey Chestnut has thirteen titles. Joey Chestnut is the greatest American athlete of all time. Yeah,
1: it makes if so I, much sense for America.
2: If I may. Is it possible that there are women who could eat as much or more than Joey Chestnut, but
1: don't
2: don't want to, uh, would find it embarrassing to, uh, and that Joey Chestnut is the greatest American in only that way?
0: That's hard to say, because that's like saying if I never got a regular job, but I started doing skateboarding at two. Could I be better than Tony Hawk? Yeah, probably. But I didn't. So I bet, this is what we got to do. I bet there is a
2: woman, a non-binary person, or some non, a non-male person watching Joey Chestnut every year, meeting him dog for dog, and just <laughs> doing it. They're doing the Keith and the Girl version of getting the Guinness World Record. They're like, mm-hmm. I don't want to pay money. I'm doing right. it for love of the dog. <laughs>
1: right yeah (laughs) this actually cost me (laughs) (laughs) by the way do you remember the keith and the girl hot dog eating contest mike was in it oh right i do that's in in that
0: that's in your keith and the girl tv section right now yeah uh, mike kaplan was there uh michael fox was there and i was i was there and we were all competing if i remember
2: correctly you came in last i did very very well you ate i think zero hot dogs in the whole time
0: (laughs) i made the greatest hot dog the world has ever seen spoiler, and uh, it did not go the way I planned. I'll, I'll, I'll admit that. <laughs> Time moves fast. That's for that's for sure. Yes. Um. Let's see. What else do I want to say? Uh. You know what? I want to say. Let's give a quick COVID update. USA over three million cases, over one hundred thirty thousand deaths. Compared to second place Brazil, one point six million cases, sixty five thousand deaths. Two to one. Not even close, all these competitions. America is the Joey Chestnut of COVID. <laughs> 5% of the population, 25% of the world's deaths. I mean, I, I eventually you got to say it's not China's fault after all, right? At a certain point, when when China's not even in, in the top 20 of total cases, it's probably
1: not China's fault
0: anymore. Maybe.
1: Uh, when, just- when, when do we start blaming the real person, which is God, the creator of all... I don't know, just like, it has to come from somewhere, right? How we- just remember,
0: everybody, if you're like, I can't wear a mask. God doesn't give you more than you can handle. He knows you can wear a mask. Perhaps. Or he wouldn't uh, I told you to.
2: You know, Mother Earth is uh, one manifestation of God. And Mother Earth was like, humans are really fucking my shit up, you know? And then God <laughs> is like, yeah, you're right. So perhaps Mother Earth is saying thank you to God for this COVID. And of course it is from a human perspective, which I am uh, a tragedy. And I understand what you're saying.
1: No, for <laughs> you sure. Think- you should hear mother earth and God on Christmas. God is like, I made the sun out of me, God. And now it's like, we're three people. What the fuck have you done? And then <clears throat> she's just like, why do you keep fucking shit up? And why do you keep telling people that gays aren't cool? And he's like, no, people are misunderstanding. And she's quoting the Bible. Like, no, you said right here, spilling seed. And, yeah, it's a lot of fun. They drink a lot, though, to get through well,
2: it. When you said uh, I created the sun, I was like, oh, I thought about, like, the sun in the sky. And I was like, and now the sun is three people? I have not been paying attention. I was like, oh, is it, like, Amon Ra, the sun god, and Helios no, she said as that. well?
1: She pulled oh. that shit, and he was like, oh. you know what I mean, bitch. It was, it got rough. It got really wow. rough.
2: Wow. yeah, doesn't sound like God. That Why I not? He wow. has
1: all the words. He's going to mm. use them. But is he Will saying I... them?
0: all all the time i paid attention and it makes just as much sense this fucking (laughs) americans are so stupid that we have to put masks on statues to be funny so that people understand to wear masks the government has like puts a mask on that lion at one of these uh you know new york public libraries so that people go oh it's a thing even statues have to wear them
1: look how cute we could be during a pandemic we're so cute
0: I follow Mike Kaplan on Twitter. You can, too. Uh, do you mind if people do? Oh, I I would encourage it if they'd like to. Uh, he wrote, if it helps, feel free to think of wearing a mask as building a wall around your face.
2: <laughs> You'll get lots of fun stuff like that. I think today... Uh, or depending when this is that you're listening to it, someday recently, Mm -hmm. uh, I offered that maybe, regarding masks, the left and the right could possibly uh, want to switch who's pro-life and who's (laughs) pro-choice. Right.
0: (laughs) That's great. Uh, He tweeted out, in the past, we would say, oh, I just want a president I can have a beer with. And now it's, I just want a president who could hold on to a glass of any liquid. I don't care what the fuck it is, water, (laughs) anything. My God, and
2: if we I got- if I may just add to that, uh, mm-hmm. I actually one hundred percent don't care about your capacity to hold a liquid or anything. There are many people. I actually had some conversations with some uh, fans and friends about the ableism that was present in the first iteration of that statement. Like if somebody can't hold a glass but can hold you know a coherent thought in their brain, I am one hundred percent for that nope. person. Liquid Too has late. nothing to do with it.
1: My myasthenia Gravis is already very offended, and it's too late. We're no longer I, friends. Is that true? Okay.
0: Uh, canceled. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's move on. You're here anyway. Thank you. All right. You right know, we're friends
1: again. Oh,
0: you of course know uh, Allie May. By the way, Ali May was on a "My Name Is Keith" episode. Make sure you check it out if you hadn't. It's uh, episode number sixteen, of "The Conquest." Adam Brown's uh, in the room at the time, but I saw Allie online. She goes by the name Sleaze Lightning. She goes and, by that. Be-
1: and they also go by they.
0: It's uh, it's the roller derby name. Uh, you know these these like uh, Lady McDeath, for example, would be a roller sexy roller derby. Or lady McDeath. See. You could do that, too. Uh, we're told, uh, so I see they wrote online, we're told to report businesses not following the CDC guidelines and the police will get involved. But what do you do when it's the police not not following the guidelines? And they put this, they took their phone and took a video of two cops. One cop had the mask on, the other didn't. And the one with the mask can see what's going on right away because he's smart enough to wear a mask. So and he, also, he walked-
1: he's just using his eyes. His mouth and nose are covered, so he gets more eye vision. Fact.
0: Right, so he he walks away from the video, and uh, and Ali, I believe it was Ali, says, uh, "Hey, what? Uh, you're not wearing a mask. Uh, you think maybe you could wear a mask?" And the cop goes, "Oh, I have uh, troubles breathing with the mask on." Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, no pun, right? So, what and you're go- saying
2: is that breathing is important for human life. <laughs> is that <laughs> just want to just want to nail you down on that one, real briefly?
0: And he's, he's a little condescending, but I mean, b- but it's obviously fully ridiculous regardless. And he says, yeah, yeah, I have trouble breathing. Now, first of all, okay, don't have the mask if nobody's by you, if you want to push it. You shouldn't because you're a cop. Just set an example. But okay. But once somebody walks to you, put the mask on, acting like you always do. Plus their phone is out, you fucking idiot, Officer Oskin. And so... Allie comes up, is like, oh, you're not wearing a mask. Now it hurts to breathe. Oh, does it hurt to breathe like, you know, George Floyd couldn't breathe? And the cop goes, yes, exactly like that. It's exactly like that. Mm. Now, where do you think these videos go? You, you can go viral, no pun nowadays, in two seconds, no problem. Just find somebody without a mask. You're an officer. It's about you right now. And you're just going sarc- to be sarcastic into a camera but you could be trusted to be on the streets. It's
2: Thank almost you. as if they don't really think that they're going to be held accountable for anything for some reason.
1: <laughs> That's have, to your point. Have we found that any of these, you know, we captured you on video being a ship Has anything happened to any cop over it? Like, well, I mean,
2: there are certainly some, some deaths that have been caused by the police that due to the protests and videos and, you know, spreading that information around people. Some people have been fired. Some people have been charged certainly more than it seems like has happened in the past, but you're talking about more explicitly just an asshole, not wearing a mask.
1: No. Um, just these, these quote mistakes that they make, the, the fights that we see, the, um, just anything, the aggression. How about when they mauled people over in New York with their car? Um, and just, Just regular shit, punching people out of nowhere, spraying their eyes. I don't know if anything's happening. I would like you guys to look it up for me and get back to me. Thank you.
2: Oh, yeah. It's sort of like when there's a newspaper article and there's like a headline which has an error in it. And then they put a retraction the next day like on the back of the paper. And so everyone saw the mistake uh, or what was happening, what was said by a politician. And then there's a bunch of people that are like, Actually, that nobody hears. So probably yeah. some things are happening that we, in response, that we don't know about. Uh, and I refuse. I refuse to look into it for you. Please Thank do you. it. Please do it for me. <laughs>
0: what a country! Am I wrong, Mike?
2: Uh, oh, I thought we were going to stop after the third syllable. Um, <laughs> but yes, yeah. At just as the famous <laughs> Russian comedian said, uh, Yakov Smirnov, What mm-hmm. indeed, a country. <laughs>
0: Uh, Jimmy Mack says, the U.S. is the only place on Earth where poor people shun free health care and free education because rich people tell them to.
1: Mm.
2: I saw somebody tweeted, maybe Paul F. Tompkins, a fantastic follow. I think it was him who, or Patton Oswalt, some good comedian, nice person put, uh, I think that maybe it was 1968 or somewhere in the late 60s, early 70s is when seatbelts became mandatory and there were similar people reacting similarly to masks today to be like that I have my freedom. You can't make me be safe if I don't want to. <laughs>
1: right. Well, I remember when we when I first started driving, they started putting seatbelt seat belt laws, um, like they started pulling people over just for seatbelts, which was very unusual because as a kid we were... We were in the car without a seatbelt all the time. My parents didn't wear one; it didn't matter. It took me a while to be to not associate putting a seatbelt on with being a dork, uh-huh. which which I I couldn't even you know. That's that's not even a thought in my head right now. I feel naked without a seatbelt if I'm in the car. So
0: Chemda it, has one it, now, and she's recording in a closet. It,
2: <laughs> if I may, Chemda, do a brief impression of uh, one of your bullies as a kid. This is, uh, oh, look at you, dork, with your seatbelt wanting to live. Oh,
1: you think living's so cool? Living's not cool, bro. Die. That's
2: my uh, Chemda's bully as a child. Ah,
1: it's like you were with me in high school. It was Whoa. also a little bit of like, oh, yo. Oh, I'm gonna go somewhere and breathe. Yoga is so good for me. I'm exercising. Om, om. Do you feel better? Do you have muscles now, Hamda? Om. My, my
2: favorite part about that is imagining that the person afterwards, like, goes and on their own, they're like, after saying those ohms, I do actually feel a little <laughs> better, but I can't. Re- <laughs> I can't reveal that to anybody else. I got to keep this inner peace within.
0: Uh, Lift every voice and sing, commonly known as the Black National Anthem, is expected to be performed live or played before every week one NFL game. Uh, COVID Buddha brings up this point. Stop police from killing us. Uh, We canceled Aunt Jemima. Stop police from killing us. We canceled the Golden Girls episode. Stop police from killing us. Uh, We'll sing the Black National Anthem. One time out of 16. (laughs) Right. Right. But, uh, But for each game. Yes. Who of came course.
1: up with that?
0: Who came up with the idea? Yeah. The NFL. The NFL came up with the brilliant idea. Do you,
2: do you know the uh, the the signs on businesses that are like you know we've been serving the community since you know 1815 1927? So it, basically, the NFL is
0: like NFL supporting racial equality since 2020. We hope you know just <laughs> right. right. Uh, they are talking about sincerely and seriously changing the uh, name of the Washington Redskins. And the joke being, of course, you know, what are they going to put instead of Washington? But uh, they're going to thank you. Start that was what,
2: a joke that the Onion made, and also I made at one point. And I saw that you liked my joke of it on Twitter. Thank you for doing that, Keith. Mm-hmm.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. I, I, I'm not friends with the Onion. <laughs> you know, what do I care? Um, yeah, it's. A, it looks like it. It may happen. Nike, FedEx, and PepsiCo each received a letter. Signed by 87 different investors and shareholders, whose total net worth is $620 billion. The letters urging the companies to pull their sponsorship unless the Redskins changed their nickname. FedEx not only way, has naming case, rates to the studio. In case studi- you were
1: worried that people were concerned about how people felt about the words Redskin, no. We're pulling your money. You're like, that's so obvious. It's so clear. It's so weird.
0: Uh, FedEx has stadium rights, and the CEO of FedEx has the majority of shares of uh, the Washington Redskins. I say, yeah, you make the picture, you go to the stadium, it just says, not the Redskins.
2: (laughs) Keith, I don't know that that would make everyone happy, but I do like the joke that you made. And also, to Hemda's point, I feel like this is perhaps, if not a perfect, but an imperfect version of capitalism at work. If there are, you know, customers of these businesses are like, hey, why are you putting your name on this place where this offensive word uh, appears? We are going to stop using your your business. And so the business is like, oh, like a business isn't really even a thing. It's just, you know, like there's no people that are FedEx, but there's people who work there that are like, we want customers and society is changing and so we'd love to have some of those society changing dollars. So, hopefully. Uh, and if hopefully- you ever had
1: a question, that's what mansplaining is. Keith, didn't we already do the Redskins? Didn't Say we, this again? Didn't, didn't we fix the Redskin name already? Didn't we already go through this? Wasn't this a thing for a while? Were there other...
0: They, they always talk about it. Now it seems that it's going to be time.
1: Oh, so. They were still taught. So it was the same team that's been. What it,
0: well, it takes a couple decades to talk about it. Yeah, of course. I see. But you know what? I mean, when you came up, it's not even that time changed. Like, even if it's 50 years ago, you didn't think, hey, I'm going to name it Chiefs. Like, you didn't even think that could be a problem. You, I, I mean, when you came up with 50 years ago with the name Vikings, did anybody go, could that be bad? And they went, well, we can't Google it. That wasn't invented. All right, Vikings sound tough. Let's do it. You know, I mean, at Pittsburgh, they at least want steel doesn't offend people.
1: Oh, that is a bad name.
0: Okay. Well, you say that every time, I guess who's (laughs) never going to have to buy new shirts? Me. (laughs) Okay, fair. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) The Pittsburgh coppers. There's no problem there.
2: Wait, wait a second, Keith. Yeah. Uh, Copper means a couple different things that might be... uh,
0: Ah, uh, right. You're thinking coppers. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm saying like the metal coppers. Ah, uh, they t- uh, people tore down in Rochester, New York, the Frederick Douglass uh, statue. Um, he's the uh, he. He was saying, "Hey, he, he's black," and he was saying, well, "Why are you celebrating July 4th?" You know, back uh, back here in 1852. Uh, when this isn't uh, our country. And so these racists say, hey, you want to tear down our statues? I tear down your statues. So statues everywhere are getting decapitated and removed. Yeah.
1: Know, people, people just came outside. They're not sure what to do with their energy, I guess. I, I say take down all the statues. There is no person that can be a statue. Did we not learn anything from 40 years in the desert? No statues. Why are we glorifying a human being like that anyway?
2: Wait, Hamda, I thought that yeah. you don't like what God said, so shouldn't you be for all
1: statues
2: <laughs> all the time? And also, uh, apologies for my... I, I didn't mean that you weren't saying everything that was true. I just meant, say it with a happy voice. So it wasn't mansplaining. It was more catcalling. And he, <laughs> sincerely, this is a thing yes. that I believe I learned once about where the name cops and co- calling the police coppers came from, is that okay. somewhere, maybe in England, uh, they had buttons that were made of copper. So people... Started calling them coppers because of the copper buttons that they had.
1: Ooh, but Safe. I bet Keith would have looked that up five minutes before he signed that paper to trademark coppers. Yeah, <laughs> would've that's, would've. <laughs> that's how the Steelers came up. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Take a take a GD second. You know that that Selma, that famous Selma Bridge. That um, who was it? John Lewis led that uh, march across. Yeah, it it's still named after a KKK Grand Wizard, Edmund Pettus Bridge. Yeah. I think it's safe to say you can change that and people won't get too lost in Alabama.
1: History, Keith. History. Yeah. I
0: know he worked for the Ku Klux Klan. He was a Confederate general, but, you know, I'm kind of used to the name. You, you change names all the time. Names names are changed all the time for one reason or another. To Change a fucking name. It happens to be a white bridge, too. I oh. changed the color of the bridge.
2: but <laughs> I changed the name.
0: It. Ooh. Get something. How about a rainbow? I was going to say a rainbow. Yeah, but they, was- they, ordered, they ordered a rainbow bridge, Mike. They got a fucking vanilla. <laughs> motherfucker, 150. Um, here's good news for what it's worth. All right. You know, oh of course, uh, the story of uh, Jeffrey Epstein and, you know, his cohort, Jelaine Maxwell. Jelaine has been arrested by the FBI. 20 officers and agents uh, arrested her in the Hamptons. Now we just have to keep her alive and see if this goes anywhere. Did you see that Netflix special, Mike? On I Epstein? did.
2: I did watch. I believe "Filthy Rich" is the name yes. of it. The the multi episode docu series. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's it is. Uh, I think probably saying it's bananas is not being <laughs> harsh enough. The right word? Uh, yeah, but uh, it is. It is difficult to believe what is happening or yeah, did happen.
0: It's... It's insane. And what I thought was interesting is they show you the usual suspects that went to this island, right? They, They show you Woody Allen. You go, yeah, of course, to fuck kids. Harvey Weinstein to fuck kids. Bill Clinton, I believe it. Kevin Spacey, okay. Then they show Chris Tucker, who I've always loved. And I'm like, ah, Chris Tucker. Now, they don't go out of their way to say Chris Tucker fucked any of these girls, but... You took all this time to put together a docu series, and Netflix has lawyers. Chris Tucker wasn't in that by mistake. They probably I, said, "Hey, what about Chris Tucker?" And the director goes, "You know what? I would just want to leave it at that." But yeah, I know exactly what I'm putting out there. So well, maybe I, I we'll imagine see. they
1: do because yeah, it's a docu series, and they know what they're doing. But didn't don't we know that more people went to that island and? these are the specific names so they, you imagine so, if they're naming them well
0: yeah, that's here's, what i'm saying here's that's what, what i'm saying
2: it must be some combination of like if they have any evidence that you're probably guilty then you they'll put you in the movie because the person sues and then they have to they there has to be proof of some kind in one direction right. or the other but Or it could be just, if you're not at, whatever your clout score is celebrity-wise, if if your star isn't as high, like, you know, Mm -hmm. what's Chris Tucker done movie-wise lately? Like, at the time, big star, and they're showing, like, you know, prestige of being like, oh, wow, the millionaires, the billionaires, they're going to this place. Example, Chris Tucker. I don't think Chris Tucker can probably survive a long legal battle with Netflix these days.
0: Well, but I also think that's, like... Even more reason Chris looks guilty to me based on this TV show is because, like you're saying, no offense to him. He's but just who poor is he? <laughs> Yeah. Right. But who is he now? Yeah. So, you know, if they're just trying to bring up big names to shock us, you wouldn't throw in Chris Tucker. But if you have some kind of proof, it is important to throw in Chris there. I don't know. I guess we'll see as long as, you know, uh, this woman doesn't hang herself because guards were sleeping while cameras happened to be broken during her suicide.
2: Well, <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Tune in to rush hour four to find out. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but man, you see you saw Alan Dershowitz in this TV show. Yeah. That shithead lawyer. And he goes, I'll tell you what, you know what? This this uh woman says she was underage and I fucked her. I dare her as a lawyer. I'm a lawyer saying this. I dare her to say, Alan Dershowitz, I forget her name, fuck me and Johnson. And then they cut to the woman in her house and she goes, Alan Dershowitz, fuck me, and Johnson. Next scene. Really? Yeah.
2: I don't remember it exactly, but, but certainly I wouldn't be surprised
0: if something it's like no that. It's no exaggeration. Yeah. It's absolutely I, no exaggeration.
1: I watched, I think, um, an episode and a half, and I was like, man, I think I know where this is going. And it's just,
2: yeah.
1: I just, I guess I'll get updated by Keith, which seems like a shitty thing to drop, but... Oh, I thought you were going to
2: say, seems like a shitty place to get information from. (laughs) Keith's Uh, interpretation. Keith's dead on (laughs) paraphrasing of exactly. He's basically reading a transcript all the time.
1: (laughs) Uh, That's true.
0: (laughs) Uh, Jelaine faces six charges, including conspiracy to entice minors to travel to engage in illicit sex acts. Enticement of a minor to travel to engage in illegal sex acts. Conspiracy to transport minors with intent to engage in criminal sexual activity, transportation of a minor with intent to engage in criminal sexual activity, and perjury. Does the lawyer go a perjury? You're on no shit perjury. Can we get rid of that one? What That's about the like actual? Five.
1: Yeah. What about the actual sexual abuse? Did not she touch these girls also? In the, we in don't the know first, that in the first episode, the the first main woman said that. They sat her down and like each of them just reached over awkwardly and were just oh, touching right. her boob while yeah, they were talking yeah. to her about normal shit. That's right there. I can't... don't know. I don't know if this one was of age, that specific girl, because then her sister was underage and she got abused. So I don't know if that was they But it's still ca- that sec- that's sexual misconduct. It might not be for to a minor, but that's something, right? Ew.
0: There were hundreds, hundreds of underage girls, easily.
1: She definitely. My- did some of the touching?
0: Uh, if convicted, she could face up to 35 years in prison. So hopefully, she starts yapping because she, she'll, of course, be dead if she gets 35 years. She has repeatedly denied any wrongdoing. I love these. T- can you imagine that these fucking TV shows get more shit done than cops mm. and detectives can? Oh, oh my God, Keith,
2: this is I. I don't know if you're going there exactly, but when when everyone's saying defund the police and people are like well what's gonna be there instead of the police you're like right, we're netflix. funding netflix more <laughs> more documentaries because that's gonna be a legitimate deterrent
0: yeah yeah, oh, I do documentary murder documentaries for Netflix. Oh, you're a detective. Nah, not really. More a filmmaker. I just take a story and find the answer and catch the <laughs> criminal. I guess so. But I use the audience's help, you see. We're just, and then, yeah.
2: we're just listening. We're, we're using our senses and also putting it out there that other people can use their senses to report back information. I don't know if that is what right. detectives are doing or should be. But also, it, here's the thing. The, the, the beautiful part of it is that if... There's ever an abusive power of one of these Netflix documentarians. There'll be a bunch of others. It'll just you know, instead of just like the blue wall of silence, you know, there's, of course, there's internal affairs. but internal of Netflix internal affairs instead of law and order SVU
0: right. I, oh, I told you, me and my girlfriend, we watched that news show. We don't know. <laughs> Hello, guys. This guy jumped off a roof to his death, but we doubt it. We don't know. Call one eight hundred Unsolved Mysteries. Okay. All right. We'll get it done ourselves, I guess. And of course, uh, this woman, uh, Jelaine Maxwell. Did this start Maxwell.
1: with sort of uh, uh, America's Most Wanted, where people tuned in and then they they used to find the murderers and the criminals yeah. because they would put it in this way. They would have reenactments, and then that person on the run is. Is viewed by all of America and can just be identified.
0: Yeah, we're our Mike's right. We're the we're our own cops. So they, they're showing like all these pictures now with uh, people standing next to this horrible woman. And you can't help but wonder, okay, were you on the plane? Did you know each other? Here's a picture of her in Walt Disney World next to Goofy. Now we got to keep an eye on him. <laughs> nyah, nyah, you know, this fucking goofball. Uh, here's a picture I see. Uh, it was yeah, taken you're right, Mike. The... Will will you, this is will... very
2: accurate. <laughs> Keith, will you hold that up again, please? Sure. I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, is, is that not I'm, – I'm sorry to make this a big deal, but isn't that Pluto? Uh, is it Pluto? the
0: dog okay yeah, yeah I, mean, I, oh, I don't want the i don't want the wrong uh, made up character arrested yeah. you're right yeah you're right. I, I mean do, people are already I get, <laughs> a, yeah. I get a little loose with the facts you're right uh here's a picture this is taken 1921 july 4th ball at the overlook hotel you can see her right over here behind this guy we'll put all the pictures on the website of course hey let me mention this please free tickets to this saturday's live keith and the girls show it's a can you hear that in the background I just heard it for a second. I was like God talking. (laughs) Uh, We're going to do another uh, silent trailers game show. Very excited. It's this Saturday. Mateo Lane, Ben Lerman, Jesse Joyce, Matthew Bray, Dylan Adler. Get your tickets this Saturday. Again, if you're a VIP member, get your tickets for free. All the information is at keithandthegirl.com slash tickets. All these people working together against me, and I'm going to make them all. Cry.
1: I believe you.
0: <laughs> Thank you. Thank you.
1: Well, these are these are um old school uh Keith and the Girl people or uh Katka best new guest, Dylan Adler just won, Mateo Lane one, Ben Lerman won. And um they all have high um Keith and the Girl uh episode counts, except for Dylan Adler, who's a new best new guest, but we thought you guys might like them.
0: All right, follow Mike online at Mike MyQ Kaplan on Twitter and Instagram. The website is Kaplan dot com. Uh, he was also, like I said, on the uh, recent Keith and the Girl roast that we did. Very rude, but very fun. We'll Wait have that second. out for you soon. Yes, <laughs> Mike's I, new you, album. What do you
1: think of um roasts? Because you're such a nice guy, it was. I, I, I wanted to book you, of course, because you're going to make fun of everything on whatever topic, and you're very good. But do you? Is it hard? To,
2: I can't believe that you interrupted Keith plugging my new album to ask me a reasonable question. Uh, sincerely, I, I love comedy and I love what, what I loved in a roast is when the people are people who actually know each other, care about each other, like know things, like that it's the at the core of it, it's because you love and respect and at least like and enough to know. If you know someone, you must like them enough to have gotten to know things about them. And so it is fun to play in that playground for me. Like I wouldn't want to go on a roast just to make fun of, if they're like, here, you're hired to make fun of these people that you don't know like or respect. Uh, That wouldn't be my favorite thing. But when it's the other way i love watching Andor being a part of when it's love at the core
1: just so everybody knows mike was way meaner on the roast than what he just said <laughs> keith you were saying uh mike's new album
0: aka aka is available on apple music or dot slash aka it's true, okay. and Keith,
2: uh, I've I've told you this before, and I don't know if I have yet sent you uh, a link to it. I'll send to both of you, but uh, one of the tracks, uh, and thus, and part of one of the uh, the whole cruxes of the album uh, yeah. wouldn't exist without this show and you saying something that I repeated back. People laughed at, and I mm-hmm. kept doing that.
1: Yeah. Well, so it's just interesting. It's interesting. And... <laughs> What's that, Henda? Is being recorded, and we'll take our cut in a couple right. minutes. Oh,
2: oh, yeah, I understand. I mean, Venmo. when you have me on a podcast, when you, you know, it's like that Watchmen thing, I think, or wherever this came from first. Uh-huh. You know, like, are you worried? Is it Rorschach? They're like, that you're going to be in, that you're trapped in there with them. He's like, they should be worried that they're trapped in here with me. So I've agreed to be on your show, and you're like, you must agree to be recorded. I'm like, you've agreed to be recorded. So
0: <laughs> uh, I go, thanks for being here, Mike. And he says, thanks for the new album. Uh, yeah. Thank you for having me here. I know that when we, f- the first thing I
2: said on the show, I said, thank you for having me, my friends and you guys made fun of that. So I'm like, oh, the whole thing's a roast. All right. Okay. I'm not going to, not going to fall into that trap again. Thank you once. Shame on me. Thank you twice. Shame on gotta go. Keith and the